remember the years that we had spoke over us? And uh, we spoke over these at the uh, New Year's Eve meeting and we said, listen, it's going to be a great year. Forgetting what was behind, we're pushing forward. And I believe that this could be a year where we see lots and lots of people saved. Does anybody want to be a part of that? I want to be a part of that. I want to see God move and I want to see uh, miracles and all of this stuff. So we're going to talk a little bit about that this morning. And uh, Aaron spoke last week and he said, uh, you know, uh, uh, we're, we're going to do lots of things this year. And I'm going to go into a bit more detail about that. And he uh, showed us our new logo, which is simply an arrow in a circle. The arrow means we are on a mission and we are sent church. Riverside, we are gathered around a mission. We're not some social holy club or, or a good idea. We are the church of Jesus Christ and we're on a mission to see people saved. We're on a mission to see Devon uh, 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 turned upside down and to see Exeter never the same again. That's our mission and that's what we want to be a part of. Do you know what I mean? And so that's what the logo means. It means we are sent, we are on a mission and we are just crazy about this mission. We are, we are obsessed with just Jesus and seeing Jesus lifted high and say, uh, uh, people saved and all of that stuff. You know, uh, what, what we do know is and what statistics are, have showed us that recently, like we have been mission critical in the UK in terms of the church, you know, uh, numbers have been dwindling. And it's logical, you know, a lot of churches, uh, uh, you, you know, there's, there's, uh, uh, as the church gets older in age, churches are closing down. This is what's happening. And it's, it's only logical, you know. Uh, and so we need an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We need the life of God. And Jesus doesn't mourn churches that close because Jesus is moving where a church is, is focused on his mission. Because remember, Jesus doesn't give a mission to his church, but he forms a church for his mission. Are you hearing me? And when there's a church that is, that is formed and centered around the mission of Jesus Christ, which is to, to preach the gospel, God is moving. Jesus is alive and churches are growing and people are being saved. Today in the UK, churches are growing. Is that good news? That is awesome news. We called the 90s the decade of evangelism and actually the church shrunk in the UK. But recently we're seeing a turnaround as people grasp. Listen, we are, we are formed for a mission. We are focused on a mission. This isn't our little club. This isn't a social gathering. We are a people gathered around a truth that Jesus is alive. Anybody believe Jesus is alive? We are a people that are gathered around that truth and focused on the mission to let the whole world know that. And so church, it's exciting to be a part of that in Riverside, in 2018 and uh, you know it's exciting to be alive at these times and we're not here to play church you know we're not here to be Sunday Christians and just to have a nice little meeting and go home and just like have Jesus as an add-on to our life we want Jesus at the center of our lives we want Jesus at the center of everything we say everything we do and that's what this is all about this is what something on a Sunday and making you feel good and going home this ain't a holy club is it do you know what I mean actually look around we're not holy at all <laughs> We're not. I went to this church once. Actually, a friend of mine went to this church once. I mean, we're talking back in the day, and, and like, you know, they were about to sing their worship song, and I kid you not, he's thinking, what's it going to be? A bit of Delirious, a bit of Darling. This is back in the day, you know, the 90s. A bit of Delirious, a bit of Martin Smith, a bit of uh, uh, Matt Redman. You've all heard of these, not if you're under uh, 18. But, uh, and he's thinking, what's it going to be? They start singing, I kid you not, Okie Koki. Can you believe that? How weird is that? That is a club right there. Oh, the okie koki. How can you praise God to doing the okie koki? You can't, can you? But we are, not, we are not a club. We are not a gathering. We're not a good idea. We are a people sold out to the truth that Jesus is alive. And we are a people focused on the mission. Are you with me so far, church? Action Sunday. Action Sunday. So we're not a building. We're expectant this year, you know. We are expecting that God is going to move. And if we have faith and believe God, uh, anything is possible. 
Do you know what I mean? Somebody said, somebody said to uh, uh, this geezer, this fella, <laughs> this fella said to Jesus, uh, uh, the disciples are arguing with a bunch of people, and they're like, Jesus, what are you arguing about? What are you lot arguing about? And they said, and this geezer comes, this fella comes up to Jesus, and he says, listen, my son's really sick, and, and, and uh, this spirit throws him down, and he has these convulsions, and, and the disciples can't heal him. Uh, and Jesus says, listen, if you have faith, anything is possible. He's like, you people, and your lack of faith, sometimes it does my head in. <laughs> but Jesus said, if you have faith... Uh, uh, what do you want me to do for you? And the man said, if you can, I'd like you to heal him. Jesus said, if you can. If you can. Listen to me. He, Jesus said, listen to me. This if you can is a half-hearted, it's not faith. But if you believe God, anything is possible. And sometimes it's easy to have this attitude, listen, God could move if he can. You know, is it? But if we have the faith that God will move. And God is going to do something and it affects our speech and it affects how we live and, and how we talk. You know what? God can, God will move in 2018. We will see lives change. We will see souls saved. Alan already shared a story last week. We're already seeing people's lives change and souls saved. We want to see it more and more and more. This is a great church. There's a great feeling here. This is God is moving in Riverside and there's so much uh, heritage here and God has done some great things. But I believe the best is ahead of us. Do you? expecting in 2018. John the Baptist, he, he was kind of like a forerunner to Jesus and he was creating an expectancy. He said, listen, you guys are asking if I'm the, the Messiah, I'm not the Messiah. He said, I, I, the person's coming after me. I can't even do up his sandals. I've shared with you people how Ming and feet were back in the day. It was the height of Ming. So the lowest of the lowest servant would do up the sandals. John the Baptist is saying, I'm not even worthy to be his lowest servant. He who's coming after me, I'm baptizing you with water. He's going to baptize you with fire. Who wants to see fire this year? I'm going to talk about living in the zone where the fire falls. And we want to see the fire fall on what we do. John the Baptist, and like he's wearing these camel furs and, and his hair was all weird and he's, you know, like all freaky. Louise says me and the boys look like that if she's away for three days, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, but he's there, uh, and, but he had this truth and he was just preaching, repent, repent, God is coming, Jesus is coming, repent, repent, uh, and Jesus came. Uh, and the Holy Spirit, uh, the Bible says, when John baptized Jesus, the Holy Spirit fell on him like a dove. And he that is coming after me, I can't even do up his sandals because he will baptize with fire. 2018, Riverside, if you're a follower of Jesus, if you're a part of this gathered community, that's what church means, it's not a building, it's not a meeting, it's a gathered community of Jesus. If you're a part of this community, I want you to focus, I want you to live for the mission like never before, live, we'll gather around the truth that Jesus is alive and we're going to see the fire fall. We're going to see the fire fall. Just speak to some, tell somebody, 2018, we're going to see the fire fall. Tell somebody now. If you're new here, I'm really sorry that I made you do that. You're like, what do you mean fire? Does he mean literally fire? This is like Christian language. It means we want to see God's power and we want to be passionate about Jesus and we want to just see God do amazing things. Do you know what I mean? So that's just me trying to just like make it in plain English for you people who think that literally fire is going to fall. That's scary. And... uh, so we're Riverside, and, and you know, we, we've got a set of values that the guys, you know, they, they've prayed through, and, and we've decided, you know, and, and to try and make it clear, we've put it on the website. Look at that, lovely. There's the arrow. We're sent, we're on a mission. Every time you see the logo, I want you to remember, sent, 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 sent. Mission, 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 mission. Will you do that for me? Sent and mission. And, uh, you know, uh, and one of our values is we are alive. It's good to be alive. 
It's good to be alive. They were, you can be alive and dead. Do you know that? Has anybody ever been to a dead gathering? You, I've been to a dead gathering, and I'm like, you know what I mean? I, I'm ADD enough as it is, but when I'm in a dead gathering, I just want to... Do you know what I mean? We are alive. We are a family, church. We are a family. And I'm going to say what that means in a little bit of time as well. We are unstoppable. And listen, when it's a church sold out to the mission of Jesus, gathered around the truth that Jesus is alive, that church is unstoppable. Hell can oppose an individual. Hell can oppose an institution. But hell cannot oppose a gathered people that believe Jesus is alive and are focused on the mission of letting the whole world know. The gates of hell shall not, cannot come against a church like that. Jesus is alive and we're sold out to that. And we want the whole world to know. And so, do you know what I mean? We're not here, we're not building a church on style or a musical preference or, or anything else. And any changes you see, we're just trying to make it as easy as possible for you to bring your unsafe friends and family to a church meeting on a Sunday. Because a win for us is somebody hearing the gospel for the first time. Do you know what I mean? And not somebody raising their hand, that's between God and the person. A win for us is just new people sitting amongst us and us getting to preach the gospel. Does anybody want to uh, uh, agree with me that that's a win right there? I want to see new people every single week so we can preach the gospel. And we will share the gospel. You might have noticed that we give an appeal nearly every week. And, uh, you know, we're going to continue to do that. I'll probably do it even today. I don't care if you're all saved. I don't even know who you all are. But we want to do this because we want you to know this is a safe place to bring your unsaved friends and family. Is that good? And so any changes you see, we're just trying to, and, and the website and everything is not designed so that we can be a little in-house club. It's designed so that people who've never been to church before, can, can, like, it just takes hold the whole scary thing away. We want to make it as easy as possible for somebody to come to a church meeting and basically to have that goal, that win, where they get to hear the gospel. That's a win for us. We're not trying to be the trendiest church. We're not trying to be the biggest church. We're not competing with anybody. We just want to preach the gospel. Is that Okay. I know I've got like, I know I'm speaking really fast. Are you, are you, can you keep up with me? Is that all right? You're, you're southerners. I know you can keep up with me. It's all right. We're all southerners together. 1 Peter 4.10 says this. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves... They should do with the strength God provides so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Given as faithful stewards. And so Action Sunday for us is just all about uh, 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 laying out there. You know, this is what we're doing, church. This is how you can plug in. If you're not connected, if you're not involved, we really, really want to encourage you to get involved. You can partner with us. There's partnership books out the back. You can join a team. There's lots of teams on display. But we just want you basically just to connect deeper and have that kind of like, we want you to know this is a safe place to lay down roots, to serve Jesus. And more than anything, we want you to be free, to be the glorious you that God has created you to be. Do you know what I mean? And we want it to be a safe place for that. We're not trying to manipulate you or, or trying to guilt trip you. That's what religion does. We just want you to be free, to be you and to serve God. And so we need you. We need you, you know. And uh, we were praying this morning, and, and this is one of my points. The church uh, has metaphors in the Bible. And uh, a couple of the metaphors are the church is an army and the church is a body. Now, uh, uh, the body is a big thing. You see, the salvation power of Jesus Christ operates in the individual, in the eye. You know, he saves us individually, doesn't he? 
But the power of the church, the unstoppable, growing, world-changing, world-impacting power of the church operates in the us. And when we're together, and when we're united beyond a vision, and when we're united beyond that truth and that mission, there is a power in that with Jesus at the center. And we need each other. Isolated, you know, isolated. God hasn't created us to be isolated and to kind of like do our faith on our own. God has created us to be in community. We need each other. I think of Thomas, and we unfairly, by the way, we unfairly nickname him Dad and Thomas. But Thomas, on his own, he did have those doubts about Jesus rising again. Uh, but he shows up to that disciples' prayer meeting in the upper room and he encounters Jesus Christ and he's never the same again. Together, isolated, we're in danger of, 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 being, uh, of, of, of our faith being hurt and all of this stuff. But together, we encourage, we strengthen, we sharpen each other. And I believe uh, we encounter Jesus Christ. I felt the encountering presence of God this morning. I felt it when we were in the prayer meeting. I felt the presence of God when we were worshiping. And together, we encounter Jesus. Lives are changed. And we're going to see, and we know this, in 2018, we're going to see souls saved every week as well. Does anybody want to start speaking that out loud to each other? And so Thomas, and by the way, Thomas, we call him Downton Thomas, he was actually a very courageous man, Thomas. He was like, if you read the Gospels, he was like, uh, Jesus like, I'm going to Jerusalem and I might die there. And Thomas was like, if you're going to die, we're going to go with you. We don't care if we die. He was courageous, do you know what I mean? And, the, and, and church history and tradition tells us that he went through Iraq, Babylon, Iran, Persia, and he ended up in India preaching the Gospel of Jesus. And he eventually got martyred. They were... They, uh, they were spearing him when he was in a pit, and so he gave his life for the gospel. And in fact, the Portuguese went to India in the 1600s, and they found a living, active, thriving community, a church called Mara Toma that was founded by Thomas. So, you know, he did a great work. I doubt and Thomas is not fair. But God, uh, this is what God can do to a life that is connected to a bigger purpose. The mission of Jesus Christ and the purpose God has for you as an individual fits in with the purpose of the us. And the purpose of the us, Riverside, is to see Devon turned upside down with the gospel of Jesus. The purpose of you individually, I don't know how you fit or what your passions are. And sometimes, you know, sometimes you have a passion, uh, and, but God wants you to just kind of like just, just step out in faith and trust him and serve God with your passion. But the purpose of you individually will connect with the purpose of us and the purpose of us will see lives changed. You fit. I want you to know you fit. You know, salvation is only half the story. Between your conversion and the resurrection, or when Jesus comes again, whatever, there's a little thing called life. And then this little thing called life, God, I believe, has a purpose and a cause for you. Sometimes people, you know, they, 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 they you know, God takes them home early or whatever, and that's, that's God's purpose for them. But right now, while you are still breathing, God has a cause and a purpose for you. God has a, a destiny for you. And, uh, you know, don't believe the hype. His cause and destiny for you isn't just that you'll be super rich and have a Rolls Royce and all of this stuff. The purpose and cause for you is that you will plug into all that God has for you uh, and he will use you, take your gifts, and he will supersize them with the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And it will use it to bless the church and bless and, and, and reach the world. Isn't that the dream? That's the dream. Following Jesus is so countercultural because culture says, do you know what I mean? If it's comfortable, it's good. They have, we have a consumer mindset, don't we? This is in the natural. And, but, but following Jesus is completely opposite to that. It's like, I will follow you. I will lay down my life. You know, I will follow you no matter what the cost, Jesus. 
And sometimes we let this mentality get in and we say, if it ain't comfortable, maybe it's not God's will. But I want you to know, sometimes God's will isn't comfortable, but here's the promise. He's with you always, no matter what. Isn't that good? Do you know what I mean? Jesus is, uh, there's a massive storm and Jesus is asleep and the disciples, they're like, their heads are, why is he asleep? There's a massive storm. Jesus, will you wake up? There's a massive storm. We're all going to die. We're all going to die. And Jesus is just like asleep and he's peaceful. Uh, and uh, it's like, you know, I was thinking about this this morning and, and I was trying to wake Lou up this morning. Lou, Lou, we've got to go to church soon. And I'm like, Lou is such a peaceful sleeper. She did work till one. She worked till one. She did a 13 hour slit shift. But Louis, Louis is such a peaceful sleeper. As soon as her head hits the pillow, she's asleep. Who's like that? Who can, right, I, I, en, I envy you people. Who's like me? It takes you hours to get to sleep. If I'm lucky, my watch tells me how much I sleep. And I don't like knowing how much I sleep because I sleep so little. And I'm awake so much. And like, you know what I mean? I would hear a butterfly's wings flap and I'm like, who's that? Who's there? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if Louise, if Lou and Dan were in Pompeii and my, my Vesuvius erupted, do you know what I mean? They, you know you find the mummified bodies from Pompeii. Their, their mummified bodies would just be peace. They'd sleep through that. But it was me and Eve. We're awake at a fly's wings. And the thing is, Jesus is asleep in the storm because he's going to try and show them something. He's teaching us something today. And this is what he's teaching us. No matter what storms in life, no matter what discomfort or scary things are going on, you can have a sense of deep peace that will just baffle people. Do you know what I mean? That will just get, uh, baffle people. God has a purpose for you. So let 2018 be a year where we commit together. Listen, we are going to fit into what God's got and we're going to serve God's purpose in, in my life, in our generation. We're not all the same. This is what a body means. We're not all the same. We're not all hands or feet. Do you know what I mean? If I got up this morning and decided that I didn't want to preach, but I want to, I don't know, I want to sing or play the guitar, it wouldn't work because I can't sing. I can't play the guitar. Uh, uh, but we are all... You're laughing. I know you know that I can't sing. You'll be cutting the mic and all of that stuff. But, <laughs> but here's the thing. We're not all called to do the same thing. We're all different. Look around you. We're, we're all a bunch of weirdies, really, aren't we? Do you know what I mean? But somehow we all fit together. We all fit together. And God has brought us together in the supernatural. But I love you all and you love me, don't you? <laughs> you see, we have this supernatural love thing going on. We're like, in the natural, if, if it wasn't for Jesus, you didn't know me. You wouldn't want to hang around with me, really. A lot of you wouldn't. Most of you wouldn't. But actually, in Jesus, in Jesus, we all got this love thing going on. We love each other, but we just want to serve Jesus and serve each other. We want the best for each other and all of this stuff going on. And God is a master at creating uh, something spectacular and amazing out of chaos, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? Read Genesis chapter 1. We're not called to conform. Don't let people make you believe that. If you ever think, I've got to conform to a certain standard or look, I've got to be a certain way to go to this church or that church, that's called religion. We're not interested in that. We want you to be the glorious you that you're called to be. And, and we accept you for who you are. And we love everybody and every, every kind of like, every different kind of person and personality and all of this stuff. And we're not called to be nice little Christian clones either. That's a cult, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? We're not called to be good little Christian boys and girls. We're called to be us, full of the Holy Spirit power and, and glorifying Jesus. We're not called to just be like goofy Christians in some kind of like weird cult. We're called to be unique and different, but plugged in and united by a mission, make Jesus known, and behind a truth, Jesus is alive. Sometimes people think, you know, I don't fit in this church because, they, they, you know what I mean? You've got a passion for something and it frustrates you when no one else has, do you know what I mean? And you think, I don't fit in this church. I want you to know, you definitely fit in this church. We need you. Do you know what I mean? If you're not seeing, if you're seeing a gap, maybe God has brought you here to fill that gap. 
But he doesn't want you to operate out of frustration and annoyance. But he wants us to operate out of love and service and just to say, listen, this is where I fit. I'm going to fit. I'm going to, I'm going to just serve as best I can with all the passion I've got because I'm doing it for Jesus. And sometimes people, they go from church to church looking for a place where they fit. None of us will fit anywhere because we're all weird. But actually, we all fit in the church of Jesus Christ because that's what God can do. Do you see what I'm saying? I know it's a bit mumbled, but listen, a bit bungled what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is, if you think you don't fit, I want you to know, in Jesus' name, you do fit. Is that good? And we need you. And we need you. Jesus loves his church. He loves you. He adores his church. Sometimes we criticize his church. We're criticizing the thing he loves. He loves his church so much. It's his bride. Jesus loves this place. I love his church. You know, I love it when we gather. You cannot beat the moments when we gather together on a Sunday. Sundays is when we get together. We sing together. We celebrate Jesus is alive. You know what I mean? You can't beat that. You can't beat that. And then we have connect groups. If you're not in a connect group, sign up. A cheeky plug there. <laughs> if you're not in a connect group, you can sign up downstairs. But connect groups is where you can't beat that kind of like relation and that kind of relationship and that kind of accountability and just sharing food and sharing life and, 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 and going bowling on your birthdays, whatever you want to do, uh, and all of this stuff. You can't, you can't beat the fellowship. Fellowship is such a... Anyway. You just can't beat that. And so, listen, you have a part to play. I want you to be safe to, to, to plug in. Every church that is significant, every time there's a church that's moving or growing or impacting, look around the world, even in this country, it's when they have this understanding. There isn't such a thing as the professional clergy, and there isn't a divide between the people and the professional ministers, but actually there's an understanding we are all on a mission. We are all ministers. We've all got a part to play. There's no divide. We're all in the same boat, uh, and actually we all serve each other, and ministers actually exist to serve and inspire you to works of service so that we can change the world together. No individual can do everything, but together we can all do something. You know what I mean? And so this is a, a good place. And I want to talk about just briefly, two minutes about getting in the zone. We want you to be in the zone this year. Uh, and this is what I mean by this. And I'm not going to labor the point. But listen, there's certain things you can do in your own talents and abilities. Okay? And so you could do it with your eyes closed, some of you. Some of you have got amazing giftings. You can do it with your eyes closed. That's not really testing you. Okay, and if you could just, if you're just waiting for, for God to bring something along that you can do that you're just comfortable with and you've got all the time and the resources, you'll be waiting a long time because let me tell you where God operates is when you think, I can't do this. If God doesn't show up, nothing's going to happen. I need God to show up otherwise I'm, I'm, I'm in big trouble. Do you know what I mean? And, and this, is what, this is what the zone is. It's when somebody who has certain giftings, you're, you're believing in God, you're trusting in God, you step out in faith to do something scary and you're trusting in God and this place where you're you're not sure of your own ability and you have to rely on God, that's a place of anointing right there. That's a place where the fire falls. And let me tell you, God doesn't operate when, when everything's ready and in place and safe. That's not where faith operates. Faith operates when everything is not ready, when you feel scared, 
And when, it, when, when you have to rely on God and you're praying, that's the place of faith and that's where God operates, that kind of place. And I want to see more and more of us operate in that place of the beyond our power and ability and into the place of, God, I'm going to give you my talent, my ability, what I can do, and I need you to anoint me for this task that you've got for me because if you don't, then I can't do nothing. And let God supersize you uh, uh, with the anointing, you know what I mean? And max out your life uh, and help you to live the big life that God has called you to. Not the average life that you could do with your eyes closed without Jesus. I'm talking about the supersized max life that you need the Holy Spirit anointing to do. You understand what I'm saying? In your own abilities, you can do something. And if you serve God in your own abilities and you're comfortable, that's cool because you're doing it for Jesus. But let me tell you, sometimes just let God uh, uh, sometimes take that step of faith and believe God for even more, to do even more scary things. And how am I going to link this is if, you're, if, you're like, if you've got a passion for something, but you have this fear that's holding you back and you think, I can't do it. I don't know if I can do it. I want you to know you can't, but God can. Do you know what I mean? Hudson Taylor, somebody said to him, do you honestly think God can change China? He said, no. Do you, he said, do you honestly think you can change China? He said, no, but God can. Do you know what I mean? We can't, but God can. That's our mantra. So that's the zone. That's the zone where we want to be this year. The zone of the supernatural is where we step out, we stretch, we do scary things, we have a go, and uh, we see God move. And this is my last point. Got through all of these. Let's just forget that, forget that. Forget that. Literally to the last page. And so we want you to operate in that zone. And this is the last thing I want to say. And this is one of the most important things I want to say. Riverside Church is a safe place for you to have a go. I'm going to say that again. This is a safe place for you to have a go this year and every year. Let me tell you what I mean. Sometimes we, 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 we're afraid of doing things because in the natural, outside of church setting, you know, in, in, in the world, the scary world, you know, people, sometimes you feel like people have a critical eye and they're waiting for you to fail and they like to talk behind your back and all of this stuff. Not in Riverside because we are a family. We are cheering you on. And we want, you to, we want you to be the best you. We want you to soar. So any team you join, any, any kind of like ministry you do, anything you do, anything act of service to God or, or of love for the church, for us, or of love for the world, for the lost, for preaching the gospel, anything you do, we are cheering you on. This is a safe place. This is even a safe place to mess up. Can I just take the pressure off you right now? This is a safe place to fail. And by the way, I'm going to take that word fail away from you. Let me tell you why. Because as humans, we're so results-orientated. The goal is the result. But with God, the goal is the journey. This is what Louise always says. Enjoy the journey. The goal is the journey. This is what Lou's added to me. It's not about the results. We're all about results. How many people are coming in? Uh, how many people are signed up? How many people come to do this, do this? We're always looking at numbers and all these statistics, and God doesn't care about the statistics. He's looking. And so for us, and this is what I want you to know, whatever you do for Jesus in faith, when you will not operate in that faith zone, whatever you do, it's a win-win. Forget the results. It's a win-win because anything you do in faith, it pleases God. Is that not a win? And we're going to cheer you anyway. So I want this to be a place of have-a-go heroes uh, and champions. And we're just going to celebrate you for having a go. We're just going to celebrate you for stepping out in faith. We're just going to like cheer you on. We want the best for you. Nobody's waiting for you to fail. Nobody's waiting to cast a critical eye. We're just going to be like cheering from the rafters. Do you know what I mean? And, just, and, and I want you to know, anything you do for Jesus, it's win-win. It's credit in your account. And we've got massive mansions waiting for us in heaven. Good news. Who needs a Rolls Royce on earth when we can have uh, clouds and mansions in heaven? Do you know what I mean? And so it's win, win. 
And so I want, you to, I want to encourage you to dream big. I want to encourage you to believe God. I want to encourage you to have faith and expectancy that this year God could use you like never before. That this year God could use uh, and will use Riverside like never before. That we will see lives changed, impacted, souls saved. Is anybody else sold out for souls? I'm sold out for souls. And if you're new here, what's this scary word he's on about souls? What is he keep going? We just want to see people change. We want to see people's lives changed by the power of Jesus. And we want to see people come to know Jesus. And so we want you to be free to be you. This isn't a manipulative guilt trip, that's religion. This is a, 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 the dream today is that you'll be released to be free. Every expectation, anything anybody's ever spoken over you, any discouragement, anything where, where people have made you feel like you can't, 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 I want you to know God can. There's no criticism here. Somebody was criticizing Moody once. You know Dwight L. Moody was a famous evangelist back uh, way back when. And uh, 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 somebody was criticizing his methods. And he said, listen, I'd rather the way I bungle evangelism than the way you avoid it. Do you know what I mean? Let's have a go this year, Riverside. And let's give God the glory. And let's see, you know, let's see what, what God can do. So as I conclude, as I'm finishing, I want to say, I believe this is going to be a big year. You might say to me, I'm busy, I'm stressed, there's a lot going on in life, I'm pressured. I want to take the pressure off right now. We're not on about you doing. We just, we just love that you're here. Uh, and we celebrate you for that. So let me take the pressure off right there. But if there's something stirring in your heart and you're thinking, I want to do more, I want to plug in more, I want to be involved, then I want to encourage you. Have a look around as we finish. Uh, uh, after we finish, have a look at all the stalls and stuff. And see if there's a place where you can serve, where you can be free, and where you can uh, see God uh, do some amazing things. Keep moving forward. We're going to be moving forward. Riverside, this creaky thing is... We'll keep moving forward. Remember when you see the arrow? We are moving forward to all that God asks for us. We're never going to stop. We're, we're on a mission. And remember, we're centered around the truth. Jesus is alive. We're focused on the mission. And, uh, so, you know, have a look at some stuff. Sign up to some stuff. It will be subject to some checks. So if you want to work with kids, or you've obviously we've got to do the DRB checks, CRB checks. Do you know what I mean? And also, you know, if... Every year, every year, I try and sign up to the worship team, and I'm never going to get in because I can't sing. So obviously, there are certain checks we have to do. Do you know what I mean? So I'm still going to sign up to the worship team. I'm probably going to be auditioned, and they're going to be like, nah, I'll, I'm coming back next year stronger. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like X Factor. You can't knock me. You can't knock my confidence. It's just making me dream more. But so there will be checks. But I'm saying is this is going to be bigger and we're doing it all for Jesus and we're doing it all for the lost and we're doing it all because we believe. And so I, w I want to encourage you, partner with us. If you're not a partner, there's partnership books on the info board. As you come up the stairs, at the top of the stairs, there's an info board. Grab a partner with us book. Uh, connect team, join a connect team. We're going to Israel this year. And uh, no, there's a post you can, we just need to know numbers so you can sign up for that. I'm just plugging my stuff. How selfish is he? And it doesn't matter if you, if you we're just going to do Israel if you're interested, you know. So if you're not interested, it doesn't matter, you know. Anti Semites. <laughs> 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 no. Well, I've got. Well, I'm only joking. I really am only joking. Not everybody can go to Israel because it costs a lot of money. But we're also going to Macedonia, am I right? No. Where are we going? <laughs> Slovakia. Slovakia. Romania. Wow. 
We're doing global mission, local mission this year. We're going to be going out regular to St. Thomas. Is that exciting? We're going to be out. We're going to do proper prayer. We're going to clean the streets. We're going to see the people. We're going to give them gifts. We're going to do everything. We could even like, you know, let's dream big. We could, we could uh, 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 do over someone's house. I don't mean do over. I mean like... We could redecorate. If there's a single mom or a widow, who would want to see a house redecorate all in the love of Jesus? We preach the gospel. We're going to do this in Exmouth as well, in St. Thomas. We're going to do this regular. We're bringing Tough Talk this year. I mean, it's going to be a big year. Tough Talk are going to do a big evangelistic crusade in St. Thomas and with the young people. Uh, and also, we've got, we're hoping to get a Korean prayer team who are going to be praying 24-7. We're going to join them. You're going to feel the power of God when we pray together with them. Uh, and there's just going to be loads of stuff with mission, local alpha courses, and I could go on and on and on, but have a look at what's going on. Just know there's loads and loads going on, loads to get plugged in and involved with. And just as I finish, I'm going to read this uh, from Romans 11. I'll encourage you, partner with us, join a connect group and join a team because that's how we are. That's how we can serve God. That's how we can. It's just something where we have to use faith. It's something where we have to kind of like just trust God, rely on God. It's just something which we have, which we can give to God. It's an act of service. And it's better than just sitting home watching Coronation street in it you know what I mean so much better and as I finish I'm going to read from Romans 11 verse 33 to 12 verse 2 and it says this I'm just waiting for the iPad be quick with the paper version we get these things to save us time oh the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God how unsearchable his judgments and his past beyond tracing that Who has known the mind of the Lord? Who has been his counselor? Who has ever given to God that God should repay him? For from him, through him, and for him are all things for him to be the glory forever and ever. Amen. doesn't finish there. We think it finishes there because we've put our little chapters in. Chapter 12, verse 1 says, Therefore, on the back of that, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Amen? Amen. I'm going to pray now. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to give someone a chance to, to respond to the gospel. We're going to do this every week, so don't think I'm picking on you if you're new, because I'm just, well, I'm just going to do it every time I preach. That's just the way I am. And so, uh, you, you know, I just want everyone to bow your heads, close your eyes. This is what we're going to do. In a minute, I'm going to say a prayer. If, if you want to ask Jesus into your life, and uh, just, just pray this prayer with me in your heart, in your head. And here's the thing, you know, I'm not going to labor the point too much. I just want you to know Jesus is alive. And, and, and history, you know, logically, I'm just speaking logical now to your logical mind, which is crazy because actually Jesus operates in the land of faith. But actually, logically, we know that there is more evidence for Jesus than due to fact. It changed our year system, ADBC. And the, things, the thing is that things that Jesus said and did, the miracles he, he did, the things he said, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one could come to the Father except for me. Jesus said, God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. The things he said and did, either he was God or he was a liar. But he also said this throughout his life. He says, you're going to kill me, but I'm going to raise again in three days. And guess what? Jesus is alive. You have to have faith to believe this now, but there was no tomb. You can't find a tomb for Jesus. There was over 100 tombs from people that existed in that day that are, that are, that are uh, honorated, like famous uh, rabbis like Gamil and, and all of this stuff. You can find them tombs today. You will not find a tomb for Jesus because it is empty. 
And because Jesus is alive, it verifies and validates everything he said. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And that's all I'm going to say. This is the gospel. And so if you want to receive Jesus today, I want to give you a chance. I don't want you to go away from this place. We want to give everybody a chance to, to have that chance to receive Jesus every single time. So just pray with me. Father, I thank you that you sent Jesus to die for my sin. I'm sorry for everything I've ever done where I've turned my back on you. For everything I've ever done where I've not been uh, faithful to you, oh God. But I thank you that you've made a way for me to know you. You've made a way for me to be pure, holy, forgiven, perfect in your sight. Because you sent Jesus in my place. I trust you, Jesus. I put my faith in you and I want to follow you. I thank you that you promised me eternal life and you promised that you'll never leave nor forsake me and that I can know the Father and be in relationship with you forever. Save me, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you pray that prayer for the first time, maybe you're coming back to Jesus. All I want you to do is very simply, just so we know we can pray with you. Somebody will give you some literature. Nobody's going to embarrass you. We're not going to get you up on the front and, 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 and throw party poppers at you or anything. It's just going to, we just want to pray with you and support you and encourage you because we're a family. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, just raise your hand so I can see nice and high, please. Or if you're coming back to Jesus, thank you, I see that hand. Is there anyone else? Raise your hand nice and high. Anyone else? Don't miss this chance. This could be your opportunity today. Anyone else? I see that hand there. Thank you. Is there anyone else? Last chance. But not really, because you'll have a chance next week and a week after. Uh, <laughs> but for now, today, why you still have breath? Anyone else? Last time. Excellent. You know what, Church Riverside, we're going to start to do as well? We're going to celebrate when somebody responds to Jesus. Will you give Jesus a hand clap of praise right now? God is good. I want you to be excited about it, because I want to see it every single week. Amen? Amen. Plug in. See what's going on. Thank you.